have the beginning is Elizabeth Warren. Good. 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 So this is the especially famous podcast where uh, Rachel Van Rice will watch uh, episodes of Law and Order SVU, and uh, we will uh, banter over them so that while you're watching Law and Order SVU again, uh, again with us, <laughs> yes, you obviously, can, you can feel like you're with us. So we're going through episode two of season seventeen. It's called Criminal Pathology. And uh, we're going to get started. Yeah, it's kind of a second parter. Um, I'm going to click the play button now. I feel like we should have a time code start, but if you got through the especially heinous part, this is the beginning of the episode now. All right, so we just pressed play. So this is a two-parter. Okay, so the first one, if you want to listen to that, we already have episode one of our podcast. It deals with the first episode. I think it's called Devil's Dissections. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then this is the second part. But what you need to know is Carl Rudnick, the uh, medical examiner for the, yes. the SVU unit, is uh, under investigation for killing a bunch of bitches. Yes. Uh, they haven't been able to prove it yet, but... Not looking good. Not looking good for old Rudnick. So we started outside his, his apartment. Is it's, this his apartment or is this the aunt's apartment with the, with the wall? Um... It no, must this be his. is his apartment. This yeah. is his apartment that he's currently at. Because they say he at. fled. They can't find him. Yeah. And Benson's talking to the lawyer. Hold Benson on. doesn't have a warrant. I don't know why she even tried to get in there without a warrant. That seems, I don't know, criminal. <laughs> Although... And now they're putting body parts together. Wait, say that again, Dan. Criminal. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, there's that scuba diver getting body parts the out of the ocean. The scuba guy is scooping up dead body parts. The single worst job. Probably on the force. I'm a scooper. A scooper? <laughs> I'm lead scooper. Oh. <laughs> Man, honey, today was a big day. I found most of the body of a woman. Yes, and we find out that the the body, which is of uh, Yates's wife, um, Man, is missing a thigh. And this becomes important later on in the episode, but... The thigh is basically missing. It's, it's, we'll get there. Right now, the Rollins is throwing up, and people need to know. Yeah, it's the body's left yeah. thigh. Yeah, Rollins. she tosses her cookies. Rollins. Carisi yeah. is worried. I can't believe this is the first time someone's thrown up during these yeah. two episodes, yeah. though. Because this is, there's, it's not, I mean, it's corny, it's cheesy, but, like, it's relatively graphic for Law and & Order. Sure. Yeah. And this is 17. the first two episodes, this so they're, like, setting the tone here. <laughs> so, uh, D.A. Barba just Strolled waltzed in. in. Looking sharp like he usually does. Oh, yeah. Now they're... have a Barba sound effect. We're just like, call him out. It's not even a look. It's just a look. Look at his face. I know. It says a thousand words. His face says a thousand words. It does. It probably <laughs> says at least a thousand <laughs> words per episode. We're missing a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, so they're, they're bantering. Uh, what, what did they say here? Wait a minute. Why are Barbara's we... Real mad. If they're watching... They're not they're watching and listening. They oh, listen yeah. to us. Okay. Or they're on the subway, you know, like, oh, reminiscing yeah. about that looks long nice. order that you I like watched last night. 
I like looking at him. Yeah, Carisi's a pretty handsome guy. Yeah, and he's caring. And he's, and he's Catholic. Is he from New York? Because yeah. no arm hair. Look at that. His None. forearms are smooth as shit. None at all. Watching it without the sound Wait, second time, yeah. his forearms are baby smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. His forearms look like Rollins' face. Yeah. So what are they doing? Oh, they're talking a lot. Barbara was really hot a second ago. Uh with his cell phone out for something. I don't know what. I don't know what they're talking about. Well, they're obviously looking for Rudnick. They yeah, they're know. trying to figure out where Rudnick is, and they oh. find out he's in New Jersey. Well, I remember. They, they were looking at the map. They don't have any credit card uh, transactions for him. They don't have any transit cameras that see him. He's, well, we know already. Yeah, he's, he's got dressing the dresses. up like a lady. Yeah, he dresses and up like a woman. apparently no one can see fucking ladies, men dressed as ladies, on cameras. You can't capture that. No. Basically a ghost. I mean, it's tough. How do you describe it if you don't know what someone looks like? How do you tell people what to look for? He certainly looks like a woman, a guy with a wig on. Like, he's not, <laughs> he's not like, androgynous That's enough true. to, like, get away with it. It's not subtle. Wait, but what's Yates saying? Okay. So I don't Mike remember. Mike is back with uh, <laughs> Yeah, <Collins>. thank you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the busted burp. They're always really close on his face. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that. And it's it's disturbing because it looks like my perbiglia. It does. Uh, <laughs> does he know this? Does he know he has I like a doppelganger? I literally thought that that's who, who that does was. Gates does Berbiglia know that, that Dallas is his <laughs> is his like sociopath? I'm sure, I'm sure everyone on Twitter is like just just believe it. Uh, all right, so now we're going. Yeah, so now that's the intro. Oh my god, that was the intro. Yeah. I wish if I hit the volume button, will it go from like way what it is now? All yeah. Like, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Next time we do this, we should listen to the intro again. Yeah. People love the intro. The original. Well, then we got the we intro got the by remix. by DJ Suede, the remix god. Okay, so what else can we say now while the the plot is not thickening? Okay, so what we can say while the while the intro is going is that. Uh, if you want to make a request for an episode, oh, yeah, please. yeah, just reach out through SoundCloud or Facebook or wherever, and uh, we can review episodes. And even if it's not an episode of Law and Order, why not? If you enjoy it, we'll watch another <laughs> episode say of something some smart shit about some, something else. All right, okay, it's starting. So that's enough. Oh of man, that. Olivia Benson just walked in with a nice long jacket. She looks, <laughs> is she looks nice. I think this is more about fashion for me than I thought it was. I think you have to describe it more for people not watching it. <laughs> nice long jacket. Is that going it's like a blue uh, tweed. Tweed. I think that's how I was like, Yeah, it's we like a blue really tweed on our fashion with like a. Tall oh, collar. look at that driver's license. Okay, so now okay, we're looking wait. at... Uh, More important things. Driver's license for Teresa Fish. Miss Fish? Mrs. Fish. Oh. And, uh, Unmarried. I hate it that. It's clearly Rudnick in a blonde wig. Which begs the question of, did the person at the DMV ask any questions? Because apparently... Do they have to? I don't know. Ooh, that's tricky nowadays. Dick Wolf. Wait, Make but anyway. Make us ask a serious question. So... Don't uh, that. No, but I love this one thing that Rollins says. Carisi is like, you threw up. You know, what happened? And she's like, I had a bad bagel. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what? Excuse me, ma'am. There are Who's, no bad bagels in New How York. many of you out there have actually had, a, a, you a know, bad, a bad bagel? Maybe the schmear. <laughs> maybe the schmear. I just oh, and then this absolutely love this. Okay, this Rob, land, tell, land where land are we right now? 
Time uh, travel. That lady walking through uh, the apartment where Teresa Fish lives. Yes. So this is where Teresa Fish apparently lives, even though we now know that Teresa Fish is actually Rudnick. just Rudnick uh, dressed up as a woman so that he can escape. Mm. So so this landlady is, is a special kind of character herself. Yeah. And she says that Rudnick paid a year in advance. So she's Great not tenant. She's not snooping. <laughs> Even though there's literally nothing in the apartment. Yeah. Except what Rollins immediately finds. Yeah. Fresh tile. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. So They didn't have to bring in the technology this episode. Yeah, right? They didn't need like the wall scanner. She just scanner. knew. Yeah. She just went, this floor is suspiciously new for this shitty looking apartment. Uh, and Carisi. then Carisi finds the women's not clothing. Freak, freaking out right now. I'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> oh shit, uh, I found some wigs. Yeah. He keeps it professional. Carisi, always keeping it professional. Rollins rips up a tile. Which, by the way, who installed that tile? Oh yeah, it's bullshit. That tile. Poor glue. Poor glue work. Yeah, just awful. Myself. Not even a very good linoleum. So what we see under the... the the fresh tile is another set of tiles, but they have cut marks. Clearly, somebody was doing some cutting on that and kitchen floor. And red hair. And red hairs. Red hair. Oh, we got Melinda. Melinda. Weathers. Weathers Warner. Warner. That was that was close. I. Who was Weathers yesterday? Carl Weathers. Yeah, you're thinking of Carl Weathers. No, but somebody was named Weathers in the last episode. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, Melinda is going over all the cases still and uh, looking over his work. Yeah, and she's finding out that he's making all kinds of mistakes. Preferably with the redheads of the most recent cases, which makes sense. Yeah, which is rough. Because remember what we said in the last episode. This is kind of cool because you got to think to yourself, how many times has Rudnick been fudging the results of these autopsies for redheads that he might have possibly been involved in murdering. I don't think they would spin off, but they could spin off a <clears throat> Dexter-like. Oh, yeah, just go through Rudnick. Yeah. That would be cool. I don't think he's a strong enough character, but... Oh, wait, so they're spraying some stuff on the floor in uh, Fish's apartment, a.k.a. <laughs> Rudnick, and they're finding out that uh, there's blood traces inside the very large cuts so uh, Rollins, having no respect for this woman's property, <laughs> immediately cuts the linoleum that was beneath the and linoleum. And there's blood. And there's blood. So obviously some shit went down in this apartment. And it just goes to show, don't do home improvements yourself. Yeah. Bring in a professional. So now there's blood on the floor underneath linoleum. There's dead bodies and suitcases behind walls. Yeah. Are we just around mummies all yeah the time. we don't know i think that's the that's the major takeaway here oh these fucking assholes uh what is this the new jersey cops are they yeah no buffalo oh is it buffalo He's going above, right because oh, no, yeah. redneck no no no, is no, no. syracuse it has a syracuse little, little, uh, yeah uniform. remember redneck is trying to get to canada with yeah his, uh he just needs to disguise on yeah sorry if you hear the train in the background by the way we live a few blocks from a train <laughs> A mile away. It's part of the drinking game that we're planning. If you hear the train in the background, drink. <laughs> Which might so only happen once. Syracuse cops are a bunch of dumb shits, and they let uh, Miss Fish go because she uh, faked that. Well, they didn't know she was faking, but they said she was freaking out. My mother's in the hospital or she's dying or something like that. 
So they let her get on a bus that essentially was headed to... To Buffalo. To Buffalo. Yeah. Which would eventually get to Canada. Yeah, so they're heading, heading Rudnick off here, so they're waiting where the bus is going to stop. And this is my favorite part, because when Rudnick gets off the bus, he plays it off. He yeah. keeps pretending that he's not Carl Rudnick. Like, they don't work As with him. As you do. Like, you don't he, just be like, ah, yeah, you got me. He commits. Although like, he does talk in his uh, in his tone. Like, he doesn't try a lady, lady-like voice. Oh, excuse me. Like, don't, don't like he originally goes, oh, no, I'm not interested in talking to the police. But then they <laughs> go, no, 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 we know who you are. And then he goes, oh, shit. Oh. And then he st- but then he still plays it off. It's commitment. He commits. I think there's more to this. We can go about it later. Uh, well, he's a reoccurring character in this season, so yeah, there's got to be more to it. Yeah. Okay, so we're back in Buffalo, <clears throat> and uh, come on, Dan, <laughs> pull it together. I needed to add that in. When uh, Dan burps, everyone has to drink. What? I'm, what? All right, what are we doing here? Yeah, so they have Rudnick in the in the uh, questioning booth. They and took off his wig. They took his wig off, but he's still committing to the role. Yeah. He's still like, he's got like a, a feminine, like feminine about mannerisms about him that he didn't have when he wasn't in women's <laughs> clothing. They took his wig. They're like, I'm sorry, ma'am. We have to take your wig. Yeah. Like, Maybe they said ma'am. <laughs> I hope so. Dick Wolf really making us ask the questions. Yeah. I'm telling you. Well, he leads well, a lot of... to the imagination. Okay, so Melinda's talking about this uh, missing thigh Rob mentioned before because essentially that would determine how this lady was killed. Yeah, it's the missing piece physically, literally, and <laughs> metaphorically. All of oh, the... and this is an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. So they have to drive Rudnick all the way from Buffalo where they were questioning him mm-hmm. back to New York City. How oh my far God, is Honda that? Civic? Yeah. And like, <laughs> they rented an economy car. He's handcuffed in the back seat. But yeah, they couldn't. Why couldn't they just take a squad car? Yeah, that sucks. Oh, they took it from the Syracuse. They said, we're going to need a car. And they just gave him some shit car. Oh, boy. Sorry, Honda. Well, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a good car for getting around cities. But in terms of transporting known murderers, yeah. like across Please, the state. allegedly. Buffalo's pretty far too, isn't it? Like three hours? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> several hours. but can we just talk about how her hair is moving, but but no one else's hair is moving? Well, maybe and they also, don't have their window open. But wouldn't you get the woo, 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 that's a weird, <laughs> that sound? weird sound effect? Well, I mean, it's a get. television show, so obviously their audio is separate. They're really featuring a lot of uh, uh, sub-players here. This fucking oh, yeah. guy with the mustache is like, well, she did, she left blood in the trunk. So we're out in she gave Syracuse. Yeah. We're looking at Fish's uh, car. A.K.A. Then, Rudnick. Yeah. There's a blood trace in the trunk. Oh, this scene is awesome also. So apparently, obviously you have to stop for coffee at some point on your way to New York City. <laughs> so they're stopped at this restaurant and Rudnick is sitting on one side. Rudnick up- has his wig back. Of a, of a booth that's not designed for four people, first of all. And basically the waitress is delivering toast and sees that Rudnick is in handcuffs and it's a man <laughs> dressed as a woman. And <laughs> the wait- dry toast. <laughs> and the waitress just looks freaked out. And Carisi and uh, Rollins are going ham on some delicious diner food. Yeah, they're not messing around. They're having a full breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> as you do. I guess they've probably been working all night. 
See, look at Creasy's hair is a little askew. Yeah, and Rollins is throwing up all the time. She's got nothing left in the in the tank. Yeah, and they got uh... a. <laughs> oh, so now Carisi's got to got to go uh, capture Miss Fish from the men's bathroom. Yeah, and they find out that uh, Rudnick talks to himself. A lot. This is when a lot. this is when he uh, is talking to himself in the bathroom. Carisi's supposed to be guarding, but he's taken forever. So Carisi goes in and finds out that Rudnick talks to himself all the time. So this is going to be important again in a future scene. I mean, where, I, I just thought at this point that he has multiple personality. Yeah. Like, he literally is living the roles of his aliases. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, they didn't expand on that too much in this episode. No. But what they did use was the fact that he talks to himself as a plot device because basically they're at a dead end in terms of evidence. And it's not like Rudnick is going to say, oh, yeah, this is how I did it. Yeah. Basically, he talks to himself all the time. So they're thinking, hmm, maybe while Rudnick was operating or uh, uh, you know, uh, performing autopsies on some of these uh, victims in the past. Let out yeah, like maybe he spilled the beans like without even realizing it or not thinking that anyone was ever going to like go through that audio log. Yeah. So anyways, that's why that scene's important. Back oh, in Barbara's office. Back in Barbara's office. Rita is fucking there doing whatever – Bitchy shit she does. Well, they're two attorneys. So they're, <laughs> they're great. They're, they're I love the, them. They're reviewing the evidence. I'm just going to go with the fact that Rita's character, Rita, is a bitch. Well, she just has such good resting bitch face. Yeah. Rita Calhoun. <laughs> uh, so she grabs some coffee from Barbara's coffee shop. This is the point where Coffee Rachel, shop. <laughs> his little coffee shop yeah, in his office. Yeah, it's got a little, it's great office. This is when Rachel was uh, like, ah, oh, Barbara's office. Oh, God, wait yeah, a minute. Did you see the headline on that newspaper? Uh, yeah. It just said heads, mayor, heads. heads will roll, and it's a picture of a woman with no head. Yeah, that's Hayes' wife. That is a really rough well, front page. Well, that's fucking the New York Post. They're, they're ruthless. Right. Look at that tie, Barba. I know. He kind of blended in with his yeah. office. Well, this is the first time well, we're seeing him in this there? episode, right? Rachel. As okay, the, so this yeah. is outfit number one. No, no, no. This no. is outfit two. Outfit number two? As the two? chief historian yeah. amongst the three of us, uh, has there ever been a time when Barbara is just a mess? You would have remembered. There is an episode where he's it's not wearing... A uh, shirt? No, where Let's he's not wearing like a, like a tie. He's wearing just like a... You know how like dads wear these collared golf are they golf shirts? Yeah. Like they're the polos. Yeah. yeah polos, difference. thank you. Um he was wearing like a polo because it was his day off. And, and did people like freak out? I don't know. Did the I did. Fall apart? I was like, everyone <laughs> everyone isn't because there are a few episodes in uh Law and Order SV where everyone's in like their casual wear. Oh nice. You know, like the oh, oh, Sunday. <laughs> I gotta wear my jeans and a graphic tee. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wear every day. Jeans and a graphic tee. Oh, man. Rollins is back with Yates. Yep. They're talking Them about and their, green their, eyes. their life together. I mean, they're talking about something gross, probably. I don't remember what they're saying. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, I know. Okay. This is when Yates reveals what we all know when a woman is throwing up mm-hmm. that Rollins is pregnant. Oh, yeah. Because Yates has this weird smell thing. Yeah, so he smelt that baby all yeah. the <laughs> Smelled it. Yeah, so Rollins is pregnant. Oh, wait. And then now this we're also... getting confirmation. Yeah. Rollins and is, you know, taking the things. pregnancy tests. Taking take two. two. Yeah, of course. 
You Those have little to. two comes in a box? Is yeah. that a mis... I, well, two should come in the box because you can't just test once. I think they do. Yeah. I haven't tried lately. We're both looking at Rachel. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, it's two, but also you can get more than one just to make sure it's not just the brand. That's also true. And smart. Yeah. So you want to get like two to three. I totally forgot about that. Rollins is pregnant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, man. Okay, so we're back in the courtroom. And now not only do we have Rita Calhoun, but we have uh, defense attorney John Buchanan, played by Delaney Williams. Thank you. Yeah, that's why I got to keep this name list up there. So it's Buchanan and Calhoun. So these are like two reoccurring uh, uh, defense attorneys. Yeah. yeah, Buchanan is a real piece of shit. He's a great actor. I love yeah. him. He's got the best like slimy little bastard face. He kind of looks like John Goodman. If anybody needs a visual and hasn't seen, that's true. Just his body type, I think. Like yeah. if John Goodman got picked on a lot in fourth grade, like he would He's look like shorter. defense attorney. Uh, Calhoun. Uh, John no. Buchanan. <laughs> Damn it. Buchanan and Calhoun. Oh, and now we're seeing that uh, they both have, what was it? They both have blue pieces of paper. That means they're both doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they're like not talking thing. to each other is basically what they're saying. Rudnick there. has double coverage, double the lawyers because his family can afford it. It's yeah. not going to help him. Don't uh, give it away. You don't know. I'm just saying it like I didn't watch the entire oh. episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Carisi is talking to Rollins, and she's drinking soda. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially, they've come to the conclusion that, yes, Rollins is indeed pregnant. And, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and no, it is not Nick's. No. Oh, yeah, she's real quick to say, yeah. no, it's not Nick's. Then whose is it? No one asks. Yeah. We don't know yet. Nick yeah, we is don't know. a former detective uh, of Law and Order SVU. Also a handsome New York. gentleman. Yes. Weird. All these actors. Good looking. Yeah, right? Oh, boy. It's like they look for attractive people to play starring roles so weird. in television shows. All right, so we're back to Barba. This is outfit number three. No, four. No, no, no. This is three because he only he just took off his he jacket. He just took off his jacket. This is where Rachel liked the suspenders. Three, I did. 3.5. It's a good suspender set. Yeah, it looks nice. It matches his tie. Yeah. Which so brings the whole outfit together. What's Barbara saying here? Barbara and Benson are mm-hmm. chatting over Barbara. some whiskeys. Well, I'm going to call him Barbara sometimes. <laughs> uh, they're chatting over whiskeys uh, about what's going to happen now that Rudnick has two lawyers. They're, they're talking shop, as yeah. they do. Shop talk. Nothing, uh, nothing earth-shattering here. We've had a lot of shocks already in the episode. Yeah, and this is a twofer, keep in Two mind. Two lawyers, we had diner bathrooms, we had uh, uh, blood on the floor. Yeah. They really tried to open the season up with the bang. Oh, yeah. Which I'm really excited about tomorrow. Oh, shit. Wait, Supreme Court. We're back in Supreme Court. I didn't realize this went all the way up to the Supreme Court. The because Chicken Chalupa Supreme Court. <laughs> well, no, it makes sense because it can't be tried <laughs> internally because this is dealing with someone who works for the department. Right. That's so, what yeah. I was right. trying to say. All right. thrown off by whatever chicken chalupa <laughs> she's saying over here. It's from Taco Bell. What does that have to do with the Supreme Court? No, the chicken chalupa thing. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, and then this new judge. Is he new? Yeah. I've never seen him before. What is his name? Al Bertolucci. Bertucci's? Bertolucci's? The Honorable Al. I like that. 
The Honorable Bellucci. He, he's no nonsense. He looks like someone's, you know, great uncle. Yeah, I, I don't even have this guy's name on here. Oh, man. He's obviously not Maybe he's featured in a lot of episodes. Uh, so they're doing, you know, court talk. Honorable Al has a sweet gold watch. I don't know if you guys caught that. Honorable Al? Yeah, that's the judge. Oh. Oh, of course. He's got that bling. Do you remember what uh, John Buchanan is talking about here? He mm-hmm. turned off the screen where it had Gates's wife oh, yeah. chopped up on it. <laughs> I don't know what. So that was Barbara's was. technique was to leave the the video, the video. The, <laughs> picture of that chopped up woman, and the first thing Buchanan does is turn it off. That's because, a tactic. Because they were saying, I think Barbara in the last scene was talking about how if he leaves it up there, like it's so shocking that there's no way they would basically say that he wasn't guilty. <laughs> right, that Rudnick wasn't. Yeah, so that was like a strategy of his while they were talking shop. I forget what's being argued here. Benson's on the stand. And John Goodman's saying something. John Goodman. <laughs> Guys, this you is why we John have to Buchanan. watch the episode. Like, we gotta catch up. We gotta do two episodes tomorrow. Okay, don't. hold it's on. This way. We're gonna we're gonna pause. Real <laughs> no, quick. don't pause. Keep going. No, I'm gonna pause real no. quick. For what? All right, so we're back. Um, basically, what we had to do was just re- rewatch a little bit of the court case, and because it is important. So basically, Buchanan? Buchan- yeah, Buchanan's okay. like point that he's trying to make during this part of the episode is that remember who we got all this information from in the first place? We got it from Yates. Yates is a serial killer. Also, like, why are we listening to this guy to begin with? He's also, accusing. Not coincidentally, the medical examiner who went over Yates's cases in the first place. He's basically trying to convince the jury that this is an act of revenge by Yates to frame and to make Rudnick look like a murderer, right. which Yates is. So it is kind of an interesting uh, uh, scene, for sure. And they mentioned the conjugal visit between Yates and his wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. His wife was also blaming him, because this is the other part they're bringing up now, is that uh, Yates's wife's house, the People's Exhibit 47A, 47B, and 47, uh, 48A are all photos of this wife getting the photo that she wanted to use to prove that Rudnick is a lying son of a bitch. Uh, all those photos show that her house was ransacked. Thank you. No further questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a more comprehensive soundboard. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so who do we have on the stand now? Rollins is getting questioned by, by Rita Bitchface. Calhoun. Calhoun. Oh, she is wearing really high pants. <laughs> it's a pantsuit. All right, and basically, so Calhoun is, is questioning Rollins about Probably her not. relationship with yeah, Yates. For sure. Because remember, we're saying all, you know, over and over again that, like, Rollins is going in and getting this information from Yates, like, face to face. And she's there alone with him sometimes. So basically, Calhoun's pointing out, like, hey, this is weird, man. Collusion. Yeah. Collusion. Yeah. So let's talk about this jury. Yeah. So the jury, I always think is funny because first off, I feel like the jury's the same in episodes. 
I might be wrong. That would be great if this they is just a running, kept... <laughs> yeah. This is a running theory of mine because we watched another episode last night after we filmed the first episode of Especially Heinous, and uh, I feel like that guy in the third row is the same guy in the same seat of other episodes. Yeah, this is real talk. Okay. This is a conspiracy. Yeah, is that a conspiracy? No. I think no. it's just a theory. Yeah, it's just a it's theory. Just a I'm theory. testing it out. Okay, Rollins and Benson going at it outside the courthouse. This is where Rollins drops the bomb and she's preggers to Benson. And Olivia's like, oh, man. Oh, I love babies. She, I want one, but she, I can't have one. She couldn't, but she scooped and then, one up from the system. Yeah, and then Rollins yeah. is like, don't take me off duty yet, though. That's right. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not next, so. Yeah. Just so you, you need to know that. But we don't really know. What if Rollins is lying? She could be. And how does she know for sure? She's she an know alcoholic. How pregnancy works? Oof. She is. She is yeah, an alcoholic. But he was also. He had his own problems. He has his own anger management issues. But that doesn't cloud his memory necessarily as bad so as So you're alcohol. saying angry people can't procreate? <laughs> That's what we're saying. You heard it here. Angry people First. can't procreate. They do all the time. I think that. It might be a genetic predisposition. You've probably, in our evolutionary history, if you were angry, you probably did better on the battlefield. Probably did better with fucking bitches. Genghis <laughs> Khan, look at him. You think he was calm? Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, mad chill. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, Genghis Khan is going to come here and chill all over us. No. He's going to teach us how to, how to, how to cool out. <laughs> Genghis Khan invents a chill wave music. <laughs> Led a yoga class for millions of his children. Yeah, right. Uh, Maybe he would just roll up in towns and they'd be like, "Dag, he is mad chill." That's so. That's definitely what happened. Yeah. Anyways, so that's that's Melinda's on the stand. So now Melinda's on the stand, and they keep showing pictures of these dismembered bodies. This Mark, whole episode. Mark was handing out. Uh, Eight, eight and a half by eleven glossies of his <laughs> Got them printed at Walgreens. <laughs> they're nice. They're in plastic cases to make it feel weird. And it's of that chopped up body. <laughs> what? They're just making the, the jury they're, feel they're more and more uncomfortable. <laughs> they're touching a dead body on paper. He just keeps handing them pictures. That's Barbara's that's Barbara's main Strategy like is just to make them stare at dismembered bodies as frequently as possible. And then Buchanan comes up, first thing he I does, nonchalantly, starts scooping them up. <laughs> that guy in the back gives it back right away. He's like, I don't want this shit anymore. This oh my god, I didn't even notice this. I didn't even notice oh, great. that he was scooping up those pictures. This is something they didn't mention in the first episode but uh, uh, of this series. Uh Rudnick has defensive wounds. Mm-hmm. He got uh, the the webbing of his thumb and the rest of his hand, and you know, on his forearm and elbow, has a bunch of scars. Yeah, because they're basically like, okay, we admit it. He probably killed Yates's yeah. wife. A lot of things are pointing. So now at they're that. playing it off like, but it was defensive. Yeah, look at these defensive wounds all over his hands and because stuff. Rudnick is really a dude who's going to defend himself. He looks like you can blow him away with, <laughs> with you know just. Like a dandelion. That's thank you. There you go. Dandelion. Yeah. What's the What's the one you blow to make a wish? Is that a name? Dandelion. No, that's the yellow one, like in the Ninja Turtle movie. I know what you're talking about. It's still a dandelion. Is it? Yeah. We're gonna have to table this for later. Okay. So Rudnick's on the stand. Hold on. Well, He's got a fancy tie. 
Maybe we have no idea about fashion. We just like it. Oh, shit. What's that one? That's, oh, they're also yellow. That's the one where they're flowering. And then this is when they're when they're spitting seeds. Man, there is so much knowledge in this podcast. Dandelions. What they look like. <laughs> Dandelions. What can we expect? <laughs> so, like, wait, wait, wait. So I want to draw special attention to this guy in the front row all the way... Uh, in the back? No, no, no. Front row, third from the left. Oh, for next he's episode. Got the, he's got, like, gray hair and okay. a blue sweater. <laughs> Pay attention to that guy. Where? I swear to God he's in other episodes. Okay. All right. Anyway. Watch, it's oh. like someone's uncle. That's so like, now, Rudnick is getting uh, out behind the stand to uh, to simulate his, his defensive moves. And Barbara's not happy with it. I didn't really get why he was so angry right away. Did you guys understand that part? Yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna it's sway an, the jury yeah. because it's, it's also acting, because they're gonna empathize with him because he's like reliving what happened. Okay, we see scars. He definitely has some some scarage, so he's looking pretty badass rolling up his sleeves, just like Obama does before he makes a really important speech. He shows the scars. Okay, and then Calhoun his walks emotional up scars with a knife, and now they're doing a little man. Calhoun's really. Winging. And they're <laughs> acting yeah. while they're acting. With a paper knife. And then, here it is, Rudnick basically shows how uh, Yates' wife stabbed herself in the thigh yeah. while Swings attacking that knife Rudnick. Down. Right. But then, remember this part? Yeah. Then there's a moment where Rudnick, Rudnick gets real shaking. intense. He's all emotional. Oh, shit. Was it him or was it Miss Fish? Nobody knows. Also, what's that gold thing? He starts crying tie a little bit. Tie. It holds a tie in place. Oh, at the top? I don't know. That's said that with such confidence. <laughs> I really have no idea. Wait, who's that woman in the back? Oh, you'll see her. That's foreshadowing. What? Uh, you'll see her in, in a few episodes. Oh, boy. Come on. Where? You it missed was the, it. It was the one shot. It was a redhead. Oh, I did see. Huge bust. Oh, yeah. I, I paid attention. Carisi, oh, yeah. they also showed her wait, twice. Wait, wait, wait. Did you notice that Carisi hasn't moved an inch in that whole scene? <laughs> Except for at the end, he lifts his head slightly. Was it a piece of paper, Carisi? I don't know. So I just noticed very different things. That guy, the black guy right there yeah. in the middle of the yeah, jury? the guy okay. with the gray hair. I feel like he's on more than one jury. He's got gray on top. I noticed it before. Yeah. It's weird because his hair color is fine on the <laughs> perimeter of his dome, but on the top is kind of gray. Oh, is it? I don't know. I oh. may have made that up. I think you're making it up. <laughs> I think he's just, he's a gray man. Well, uh, <laughs> he's polo okay, guy. Now we're well, he's it. salt and pepper. He's yeah, probably, right. you know, in his 50s. So, uh, okay. So anyways, basically the, the whole scene with Rudnick and Calhoun is over. So now it's time for Barbara to cross-examine Rudnick. And I don't remember what he asks. Um... Oh, he talks about um, because of his, because of Rednick's professional uh, expertise oh, yeah. about you know like could someone of your professional background Fucking you know fake it. yeah fake it like and do the all these things ones. and then his answer is uh, yes yeah of course like and so essentially that's what he oh yeah showing the receipt about. from and Home now, Depot yeah now he shows them the jury the receipt from Home Depot that. What did he buy? A ba- not a bandsaw, but he bought... He bought a saw. He bought a to saw. To cut the limbs. Yeah. And bags? Garbage bags. Garbage yeah. bags. Um, they also talk about how uh, 
I think this is what he's saying now is, uh, what's his name? Rudnick has to stitch his own wounds before he moves the body. All this sounds suspicious. Mm. The defensive wounds. He stitched himself up before he did anything. Yeah. Yes. Because how could you... He didn't want to go into his shop How could you be cut a bunch of times? Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because that doesn't make any sense. That's a fantastic defense by Mr. Barba. The best. Our favorite. It's late. Yeah, so they get out. Barba knows he won. What's Ice-T doing at this point? Where's he? Where is Ice-T? You know, sometimes he hangs out with his son. Oh. (laughs) And He has uh, a family. It's true. Where is he? His gay son. Why isn't he at work? Do you presume that this is like a a work day? Yeah. Maybe he's got desk duty. Maybe Finn's got the day off. I think Dick Wolf just has to slide some characters out for a little bit sometimes. Sometimes. It might get a little crowded. Yeah. Yeah, what's Ice-T going to do in this situation? Well, he'll walk next to them and probably say something real cool. That's true. Oh, so now there's uh, Rollins still going strong even though we know she's pregnant. And Carisi, they're... Doing it all night or listening to fucking Rudnick's voice. Yeah. <laughs> what a great They're listening to him talk party. to himself. Yeah. They're trying all to find autopsy records. And, uh, and Carisi goes, hold on, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. They're I trying to find it. something incriminating in Rudnick's medical examiner notes because we now know that he talks to himself. Which is totally normal. Well, yeah, I talk to myself it. all the time. You're probably saying some incriminating shit. I hope I'm not self-incriminating. <laughs> Although... Couldn't you, like, oh, you know what it is, though? Because you're not allowed to self-incriminate. That's illegal. However, this it's public record because he's a medical examiner for the police department. Also, he's in the police uh, building when this is being Oh, yeah. Recorded. So the next scene is uh, uh, the scene we saw earlier where Rudnick was um, sat down with Benson and Barbara. Uh, yeah. This is last The last episode. episode. And uh, – they basically accuse him. He says, I want a lawyer. They leave that, the room for a while, but apparently there was a video going, recording him, and he walks around a table just telling the whole tale. Basically, the whole tale. I'll have, to, I'll have to kill him. I have to defend myself. Uh, blah, blah, yeah, blah, he's blah. spilling all the beans. Yeah, he really has no – nothing in his hand anymore. Yeah. Another metaphor. And then use. Calhoun's going to come in and say, oh, you can't use this as evidence. Like That's He didn't know he was being filmed. Yeah, yeah. but they basically said like – he didn't say to not film him during this thing. Right. Well, also, they weren't asking him questions. He was just talking. Yeah, he was talking to himself. And uh, Honorable Al. Yes, they show it to the judge. <laughs> he's watching. He has no patience in yeah. his face. And he's just like, no, dog, this is evidence. <laughs> Looks <laughs> like you did it. <laughs> I mean, the judge can't, like, turn a blind eye to him literally admitting that he did it yeah. in vivid detail. I guess in the eyes of the law, you have to. You have to withdraw evidence that could be damning. But what if it... Yeah. It would obviously prove something, though. If we've watched enough Law and Order to That's know true. that this is real life. I might not be a lawyer. <laughs> this, this is how it happens. But I watch a lot of lawyers on television, so That's I right. feel like my opinion is valid. I mean... Whoa! Oh, that was double, a double, double. Yeah. Triple. It's a threefer. A threefer. Oh, so, like, what are we on? Barba's suit number five? Four? Yeah, he's got a new tie for sure. He really Good goes through time. a lot of suits in these episodes. Good. Keep it going. Yeah. Look at that watch. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, wait, look at the judge and his buddies in the picture behind yeah, him. Yeah, we're looking all around the frame because we've seen this episode yeah. already. Now we're like, what's happening here? Okay, now Rudnick's going to throw a Hail Mary. He's like, fuck these lawyers of mine. I want a new lawyer. 
Let's start this over. And the Honorable Al's like, this, that, we're, we're still, still going to enter this. still the same evidence, bro. You dumb dumb. <laughs> bro, I like, I like both. You dumb dumb and bro. But look, the, the picture like behind the, the judge. Yeah, he's smiling with a bunch of other white guys. No, the two guys next to him are smiling, but the judge is just selfless oh. <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> so anyways. Al smile for no one. Here's, here's the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh, Rudneck and his two lawyers. And they, uh... <laughs> I like that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Rudnick, Rudnick uh, pleads guilty. Rudnick's like, like... new evidence. Yeah, he's like, nah, I did it. <laughs> Actually, they, he pleads guilty to the death of the two redheads. Not, uh... Not Yates' wife. Not Yates' yeah. wife. But they don't want... They don't need to prosecute him for that because they already got him for two yeah. Lifetime Achievement Awards. Yeah. And, Basically. Uh, Oh, and Barbara's got that smile because he basically just beat out the two lawyers simultaneously that kind of go up against him all the time. And he was like, and then swish. Cut to oh, Yates. Sorry. Cut to I was gonna yeah, say it's Gates. Yates and Rollins yeah. again. <laughs> and Yates is like, what? He's not going to pay for my wife's death? No. no, but this is when he brings up that like his wife was pregnant too. Yeah, he smelled it. Yeah, he smelled it on her because he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. if he's a superhero but like that's his superpower he can smell pregnant women oh. like Wolverine has no, an adamantium he skeleton could, no he said he could smell, smell fear. fear well that's babies in a he's got a super sense of smell somebody's afraid of babies somebody's afraid of babies also, no, but also Dr. Rudnick and Dr. Yates are going to be in the same prison oh shit they're going to fight in some weird sad way because they're both not oh, so physically boy. fit uh, Maybe we're just going to have a weird, awkward conversation with close, tight shots of their face. <laughs> Maybe they'll make out. That's how they know these. the only way these two heads can come the together. the only way. I really wanted to bring up a joke about he who smelt it. Well, I mean, if you think about it. He gave his wife the baby. Wait, Yates is... Oh, come on. Yeah. So Yates... <laughs> is Yates a redhead? Sort of? Like light brown? And Rudnick is a brunette, so... They both fit each other's M.O.s in terms of murder, Is he really? but they're both men, so that kind of throws it off. That's mm. weird. Confusing. Well, Rudnick could just wear a wig. That's true. That's his superpower. Okay, now Rollins is walking away mad about Yates, but he's like, you'll be back. They always well, come back. Because <laughs> Yates is all like, you know, this is meant to be, you having this baby, you know. Oh, we yeah. We should be a thing. Oh. And then Rollins got all creeped out, and then he was like, you'll come back. And, I know uh, you will. And that's the end. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thrilling conclusion. Rudnick Thank you, Dick is Wolf, as always. Rudnick's the murderer. So let's hat. let's recap. recap. Sure. Yeah. So Rudnick, uh, the medical examiner for the uh, SVU, turns out to be a murderer. Possibly has been murdering people for a very long time, specifically redheads. Yeah. And uh, basically, they've been uh, interacting with this guy over the last. Whatever number of seasons. I think maybe the last two, so like season 15 and 16. Definitely 16. Who knows what he was doing on his way up in medical school and shit. Well, he went, uh, he was a medical examiner in Miami-Dade County. That's, Not a lot of redheads in Miami. So like, I, I actually think it was the end of season 15. Because um, Melinda was going up for a promotion and that's why during this that's episode, right. Olivia mentions to Melinda, you know, you should have had you should have had this job, like you know, it was yours, and he took it from you. And Melinda's like, "Whatever, I got work to do. Get the fuck out." <laughs> well, 
Well, essentially, this is Rudnick's job was supposed to be Melinda's job, but yeah, the county thought it best to be to send Rudnick up because of his experience, because he's like the best in the field, right? And now we know why. He's up close and personal. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, so yeah, Rudnick's in jail for. We got the bad guy. Yates is still in jail. Rob is pregnant. And uh, Barbara's looking fly. Barbara's always looking fly. When is he not looking fly? Yeah. Also. Yeah. So uh, next episode, episode three. Ooh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, Rob and I were not. We were yeah. like, we don't want to do it. And Dan was like, no, you have to. And then we were like, okay, fine. But just, uh, just, just for warning. Um, it's a sad one. It's, it's a sad one. It's a real sad one. You know, all these episodes that involve children are sad. Uh, so this is a sad one. Uh, brace yourself. Topics of transgender. Episode's called Transgender Bridge. But yeah. There you go. Let's just say that you're going to want to tune into that one. You're welcome. <laughs> Love ya. Yeah.